It's 17 minutes to eight. A moment, a sound in the spring of last year as the world around us changed was the inspiration for Sir Michael Morpurgo's latest book. A Song of Gladness, illustrated by Emily Gravitt, is described as a story of hope for us and our planet. And he's been talking to us about it. I make breakfast and I make a kale smoothie every morning because it's good for us being alongside of 75, both of us. So I go out every morning and I pick kale. I was in the vegetable garden in my pyjamas and willies picking kale and this blackbird started singing and I don't know why but I I whistled back and the blackbird whistled back to me we had a conversation I was very touched by it went in made my smoothie came out again the next morning and the blackbird was waiting and I thought this bird is, is, is telling me something I went back after a few days and and sat down. I was very sad, like everyone else. I'd gone past the shock and I was in some sort of sadness, I think, because of the project we'd been running down here for 45 years. Farms for City Children was very threatened. The children come, come back to the farms again. I really miss that because they, I hear them all around me, their laughter and their talk, and that wasn't there anymore. I had a friend who was poorly, to whom this book is dedicated. And I thought, what do I need? I need song, I need gladness. And, I need the world. I need the world out there, the world that's wild, the world that I do love, but probably didn't pay enough attention to, like most of us. And so I thought, well, follow that song. Follow where that song goes. Take it around the world and, and then bring it back to the vegetable garden. I wrote it in a morning, and then I did. I went out and read it to the blackbird, who sang afterwards his applause. We're coming out of lockdown, things are returning to normal. Do you think we can hang on to that sense of treasuring and appreciating nature as many of us did through last year like never before? I think we can because I think now we know we must. And the world, yes, is getting back to some kind of what we call normal. But I think in people's heads, there will be the memories of this time and there'll be very intense memories and they'll become folk memories. And also we've got this huge and important, urgent message getting out there about the environment, which is going to echo on and on and on. And I hope this book will will nudge people to look and listen and, and become closer to it. it. It means that you turned that moment of, of sadness, more than one moment of, of sadness, as you were weighed down this time last year, you turned it into the song of gladness that is that is in yes. the book. Yes. Song, because I used to sing at school. I was in the choir at school. I wasn't very good at singing, but I sang. I left school and never sang again properly with other people until I was in my 60s. And then I'd sing from time to time um, when I'm reading my stories and things with a folk group. Fading away like the stars in the morning. And I suddenly had this wonderful wonderful sensation of harmony with other people and it filled me with enormous joy this singing together your sound is is their sound and it made me feel very very joyful inside it always does when i sing only remembered for what we have done the illustrations by emily gravitt and the one right at the end of the book is of is of a whole group of people singing and you mentioned as well that communal act of clapping that so many of us was a part of. Again, what do we keep of, of the community spirit? Or is there part of it that inevitably starts to fade away as, as we get back to normal? I suppose some of it will. It won't for me. Um, I think, I mean, at 77, you really do learn the big lessons, you know. And that last page is a glorious page of everyone singing together and my scarf being carried away by the blackbird ridiculously. 
And I love it. I love it because it's full of joy and it's full of togetherness of everyone, whether you're in a city or in a country. This dreadful thing that's out there, India at the moment is, of course, the great focus. It affects all of us. But actually to sit here and I've had my injections now, and aren't we clever? We've got the... No, we're not clever, actually, until it's all done everywhere. This is living together, learning to live together, and we're being made to learn.